0: Hey, everyone. This is Kurt Mercadante. And whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I want to thank you for choosing to spend your time with me and our guests here on Freedom Mindset Radio you know, now more than ever in this turbulent time, it's important to share and spread our message of freedom and fulfillment around the globe. So if you get value from this podcast, I have a favor to ask. If you could go wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a positive rating and review, that helps us carry our message further around the globe. And if you wouldn't mind, Post a link to this podcast on your Facebook page. Share it on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, wherever you're at on social media. I want to thank you for helping us take our message to those people around the globe who truly need it. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you.
1: When things are going bad, take what you, you do best and do more of it. The question is, is does your product and service help people get to their next level? If it does, stay the course.
0: What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life, and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. All right, everyone, we are live here with Joe Peachy, ranked the number one sales guru of 2020 by Global Gurus. Now, Joe and I, Joe was on my podcast last year. We've had several discussions, and I think it's really important because... Joe, one of the big things I'm hearing from my clients and potential clients and people in the community is, quite honestly, a lot of people are freaked out by what's going on with the Corona apocalypse. So we want to talk about that, how to gain the sales edge in the current turbulent times. But first, Joe, I want to welcome you to the Freedom Media Network. Well,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So Joe, you're ranked number one by Global Gurus. I think you were in the top 30 last year. Can you, can you introduce yourself, tell everyone who you are, what you do, and the impact people can get from working with you?
1: Well, I'm, I'm Joe Peachy, and, and where we really specialize is we help people really master complete processes and skills to get in front of their target market. Uh, we're very hands-on. Uh, we, one of the things we do and we're known for is we do live outbound telephone call training. And how to get to that person you want to speak to. And in today's climate and where we are with this whole world uh, catastrophe, so to speak, skills on the phone becomes even more important. And so, you know, our what we bring to the table for people is application based training, whether it's live or virtual, that they're going to be doing what they need to do in selling in now time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I love, Joe, even before this whole Corona apocalypse. Right. And as you and I talk and, and one of the things that you've said is, listen, well, there's a number of things. But one is, listen, I can't teach talent and charisma, but there's also things you can control and can't control. You can't control if the governor shuts down bars and restaurants. You can't control what. The president does. You can't control what happens in China, I- Italy. What you can control is your focus and working the process that you've set up. And I like to think that that process kind of makes you a little bit bulletproof and immune to the noise, right? Because you, th- that process is the signal amidst the noise.
1: You know, the, the talent and charisma part, I don't have it. So I had to find a way and you can't teach it. And so what keeps me centered is every day I stay in my process and in my skills. And whether there's a coronavirus or no virus, you have no way of causing someone to buy from you. You can just do the front end. You can do everything right. I think in this time, in this challenge, getting that competitive edge, it starts here. You know? Are, are we running around that the sky is falling? You know, are we running around saying nobody's going to answer my call? Nobody's going to want to talk to me. And I think it's just the opposite. I think people do want to talk to you because here's what they know. The third quarter will come. Hmm. Okay. The second quarter is going to go like this, but the third quarter is going to come. And this is a Joeism, a Joe prediction The third quarter is gonna be an explosion, okay? We're gonna come through this, but we went into it with high momentum. Yeah. When you are sick or you need an operation and you go into that operation healthy, you recover quicker. And so I believe the recovery is going to come because people had gotten into the habit of success.
0: It's interesting and 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 for people who don't know your background, you're a football coach, right? And and I often think about remember uh, what was it 2 or 3 years ago, the Patriots versus the Falcons. What were the Patriots down 28 to 3 going into halftime? I remember the the amount of people who just shut off the TV and what did the Patriots focus on? Whether you hate the Patriots or love the Patriots, they focused on process the very next down Nick Saban talks about that he calls it the process and and he tells the story of one time when he was up with Michigan State they were down to Ohio State they're getting their butts kicked and he says you know what instead of focusing on the result of the game or the Big Ten Championship or the National Championship we're going to focus on the next possible down down. you focus on that next play right
1: yeah I mean for us okay my process is just so unemotional Hmm. I'm I'm going to, no matter what the economy says, no matter what anybody says, I'm going to do every day. I'm going to generate leads. Whether it's on LinkedIn, I'm going to generate leads. I'm going to pick up the phone and make the call. I've got scripts for everything, gatekeepers, everything. I'm going to execute that. When I get to the right person, I have a quality core story, which is my primary sales investigation presentation and then from there do they want to go to proposal but i have no control over anything but like nick saban who is a disciple of bill belichick right let's get a first down here let's just get going because here's the thing at the end of the day this is going to end and did you lose your process did you lose it right now if you did nothing else but execute your process and skills. And if you did not get a client, but you executed process and skills, eventually it's going to catch up. Okay. Since November 1st till last Friday, I got 112 proposals out. Now, did I close 30? Yes. However, there's a whole lot sitting out there. That's probably not moving. Yeah. The mistake I could make would be to wait on so i'm just going to keep the funnel so the mindset thing is more about you me as a person who's initiating the sale you wrote something in the linkedin this morning uh something to the effect is does what you do provide a solution that wasn't exact words but that was right that was so important
0: yeah, and I, I want to come back to that, but but first, take it taking a, a quick break here, want to give a shout out to everyone joining us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. As you're joining us, first of all, welcome. We're grateful you're here. Jump in, share your name, your city, your state, your town, your country, your continent, your questions, your comments for me, for Joe, your comments, your agreements, your disagreements, whatever it is. Jump in. We are doing this on a daily service. We've we've ramped up are the amount of lives we're doing to provide value to you because there's a lot of chaos, a lot of noise right now. And we're trying to help you locate that signal. So over on Facebook, thank you, Mark, for joining us. Hello, Marion and Susan over on LinkedIn. We'll keep giving you shouts out as we go. So going back to that, Joe, you know, that mindset of providing value. So someone recently uh, posted on LinkedIn, you know, just for the next 30 or 40 days, for God's sake, stop selling. Just be a human, stop selling. Now, when I first saw it, my first reaction was, well, if your version of selling, if your idea of selling is being something other than human, then yeah, by, by, by all means, stop, because you're harming yourself, right? But in this crazy time, it's easy to, if you're in a panic, it's easy to assume that every single other person is in a panic. And if you've started belt tightening and not investing in yourself, it, maybe you assume that everyone else is doing the same. What's the danger of that?
1: First of all, she may be referring to transactional selling, which mm-hmm. is one, one call close, send out a message. But when you're consultative and you truly have the intent to provide solutions and benefits and value i was with a client monday which is two days ago i promise you they got more than their money's worth we we mapped out a complete streamlined sales process through a franchise we're working with the franchise seller in that company really honing down but here's something else i said it's money available now (laughs) the interest rates are dropping people will buy when they can get their hands on money, keep selling. Now, if what you do provides value, we shouldn't feel guilty. But I think when people feel uncomfortable with people selling, it's because they have this idea of pressure. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've never refunded money because nobody's ever asked for it back because I always give more than I receive. Uh, Right now there are people, that are saying uh, in our industry the speaking, coaching and training and sure, we're taking a hit. That's life, you know, I mean, everybody takes a hit, but that doesn't stop me from offering solutions and value. Okay. And the sun is going to come up again. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's pandemic or no pandemic, right? I think that if you are not confident And you don't truly believe in the impact victor antonio who you know and i know Mm -hmm. you know he once said he said you don't have to be in love with your product but you have to be in love with the impact your product provides absolutely you know for instance I may not be in love with a comb or a hairbrush. (laughs) I have no hair. But if I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and I am, and I truly believe that this is the best possible hairbrush and comb, then you know what? It's easier to go out in the world and say, listen, I'm confident that I'm providing a service that people need rather than looking at sales as I'm going into someone's home. I'm disturbing someone to pick their pockets, right? And I think that's a problem that a lot of people have.
1: And anybody who feels that way, anybody who feels like uh, I'm picking somebody's pocket needs to get out, okay? You know, here's what I know about what I do. People are gonna ultimately, absolutely, when this storm passes, they're gonna need what I do. Why? They're gonna need to recapture. They're gonna get out there and sell what they do. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and sales is not transactional. Sales is providing solutions, benefits, results, with value that's going to help your client to take what they do to the next level. And so, you know, the worst thing we can do is nothing. I'm going to be straight with you. This is going to sound like a real radical thing, but I don't watch the news. I don't read the news. I don't want to know it because if it's bad enough, somebody will call me and tell me, okay. I have to keep me so focused Not And I'm not living in a Pollyanna world. Let me tell you, life has not been kind. You know, Dawn and I know how to fight our way out. Mm -hmm. And when this happened, we just looked at each other and go, here we go again. Now, what are our steps and processes to work through a storm? Number one, we know what we do best. And, you know, I know a lot of people right now are trying to go, should I offer more stuff? Should I do things more? Should I, should I... You know, uh, for example, I do virtual coaching and training, but I don't do web-based, like webinars right now. The mistake for Joe Peachy right now would be for me to lay out thousands of dollars and get that platform, okay, and by the time I would get that all arranged and all done, the sun would start coming up and I would have lost what I do best when things are going bad, take what you, you do best and do more of it. Hmm. I know yeah. that today I will make 50 calls. Here's what I know. Some of those 50 calls, I'll talk to people that don't want to talk to me, you know? And, and, and that's just the reality of it.
0: Yeah. And you got there, there's going to be no's, but there's going to be yeses. And you know, one thing that, that dawned on me as, as we were talking, And I know you, you've worked with uh, folks who are making transitions in their life. Um, You've worked with, for instance, professional athletes Mm -hmm. who are transitioning from the athletic world to the business world, or they want to be influencers. They want to do those sorts of things. And as we talk about sales, when I give workshops, I say, who here is in sales? And of course, like you know, there's 50 people, two people who actually have the word sales in their title, raise their hand. And I say, let me ask that again, who's in sales? I got to ask it four times before everyone in the room gets the hint. You're all in sales. We're all in sales. I got four kids. I got to sell to them every day, right? And so, but there's a lot of people right now. So let's let's put to the side, I have a product or service and a business that I'm selling. Let's say I'm out of work. Right. Let's say I'm in the middle of a job search and now this coronavirus thing, oh my gosh, is there any difference between focusing on that process and turning yourself into a salesperson, maybe not a product or a service, but you're selling yourself?
1: Uh, I have clients that are employees, okay? Because I, in the 21st century, I don't care what you call yourself, business owner, entrepreneur, employee. There is no such thing anymore as long-term security. Hmm. So I don't get into only working with business owners, but what I talk to people about when they're looking for a job is get up in the morning like you would if you had a job and your job is to get a job. Now you need the same skills to get a job as you do to sell a product or service. And so that's, now that means you have to be great at looking for prospect leads. You have to be great at getting in front of them. It's the same process, but the interview process is where they go wrong. They talk mm-hmm. more than they listen and they don't know how to ask the right questions. So the same format I use in selling is what I teach people in interviewing, which is quote unquote, a core story.
0: And so that when you talked at the beginning about consultative selling versus Coffees for closers, knock down walls, you know, pick people's pockets. Is that a key piece of it? Uh, listening more than you talk.
1: You know, I've been doing this for a long time. And, and uh, what really caused Dawn and I to move into this space, because we had been big stage speakers before and we spoke on leadership and this and that. And then we decided, you know what, if we're going to be experts, if we're going to be viewed as experts, let's put some stuff away. Now, what's lacking in the marketplace? Skills, processes, and communications. So this whole consultative approach is a process and skills. It's not just something you say, well, I'm consultative. (laughs) Consultative is simply knowing this. 65% of the world is slow-paced, which means they buy slow. This is really high-level stuff here. Yeah, 82% 8two percent of all sales happened between the sixth and 15th contact. It took me eight years to get Caldwell Banker. In my boot camp, in my sales and speaker boot camp, I always start out with how many people, the first time I spoke to you about coming to our training was more than three years ago? 95 percent of the room will raise their hand. We always sell out, but that doesn't mean I closed anyone. They closed themselves. So this is skill. This is why I don't feel guilty making these 50 calls today because I'm not great at sales. I am great at finding buyers.
0: And that process allows you once again to be detached, right? Uh, I think one of the things that, that people don't, you know, I, I read the, the Dao a Jing and stoicism and these things. And one of the things that, you know, the Chinese have talked about for 6,000 years and the Dao Te Ching is Wu Wei and it's that unattached action, right? Focusing on that next down, but you don't become obsessed. It, it, you said you did a hundred and something calls. There's going to be a lot of no's there. You can't become attached to every call, correct?
1: <laughs> Again, this is going to sound <laughs> a little maybe edgy, but I don't really care who writes me a check. I mean... I don't fall in love with a prospect. I fall in love with a client. Hmm. I don't take prospects to lunch. I take clients to lunch. Yeah. And because you cannot lead people that you need, people don't buy from desperate people. And we become desperate, we become very desperate if we don't realize the law of numbers. And the law of numbers says there's a very small percentage of people that at the time you make your approach are ready. That doesn't mean they won't be a client down the road. Mm-hmm. If you treat them with respect, if you sow value into them, when they need what you do, and if you if you really develop a trust relationship, eventually they'll
0: work with you. And by the way, working with you, people can text Sales edge one word to 55678. Yep. Text sales edge to five five six seven eight. And I know, you know, I had you on my show last year and I started listening to your podcast, which is sales edge. And it was it was interesting because you know, I talk a lot about branding and, and branding is who you are deep down. You know, branding, Jeff Bezos said that branding is what people say about you when you're outside of the room. And I contend that's wrong because if Amazon's brand was based solely on what people said about them when they're out the room, then their brand is all about cheap Chinese knockoff goods. It's all about Jeff Bezos cheating on his wife. It's all about privacy concerns and Alexa concerns. Amazon's brand is one of the strongest, especially now. Right? right now in this thing, because they provide impact to people. And, and it, I was listening to one of your podcasts, we were driving to a vacation yep. in Lake of the Ozarks, and you were talking about the importance of picking up a call and getting back to people and, and picking up the phone and calling people. And you shared the text number and we're, I'm sitting there in the car and I texted to get a free download. Cause you text that number, you can get a, a number of free things from you. Within five minutes, my phone rang and I looked down and I saw it was Orlando. Uh, And I said to my wife, she didn't know I was listening to your podcast. I said, if this is Joe Peachy, she goes, what? I picked it up and it was you. And I said, and I told you, I said, that brand is the impact. The brand is you saying you doing what you say you're going to do. And your brand is, I call you back. I pick up the phone. I call. So if you text Joe, He is gonna call you, he's gonna get that text, he's gonna call you, he picks up the phone, he's not afraid to do that. Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante, and I wanna thank you for being a loyal listener to Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, in this chaotic time of coronavirus chaos, it's so important for people to have a process to define, create, and live their lives of freedom and fulfillment. I lay out just that process in my Amazon bestseller, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. And in light of this turbulent time, I've dropped the Kindle price of my book to $4.50. That's a more than $2 drop in price. I do this because I truly believe that this is a process that will help those who need freedom and fulfillment now. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps you have spent the past five years, 10 years, 15 years trading away your freedom and fulfillment for a false sense of security and a toxic job and a lifestyle that doesn't fulfill you. And now you're realizing that security was an illusion and you want your freedom now. Go to fivepillarsoffreedom.com right now. There, you can get chapter one of my book absolutely free, and there's a link to purchase the book. As I said, we have dropped the price to $4.50 for the Kindle version of my book. I know the Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle will help you define, create, and start living your freedom lifestyle now. Thanks again for being a listener. I wish you a day, a week, a year of freedom and abundance. Listen, we've been through, you know, in my career, oh seven, oh eight, the sales meltdown. Uh, 2001, 9, 11. Back at those times, we didn't have the ability to go live. Facebook was just starting out during the glass, melt, glass meltdown. And you can use it for good or you can use it to be a panicker. As Joe said, he doesn't watch the news. We don't watch the news. It allows you to tune out the noise. So let's use these tools we have now for good. Now, Joe, when you were on my show last year, I asked you, what would you do tomorrow if the internet went away? What would you do tomorrow? Because there's a lot of people who focus on any, and you use LinkedIn a lot. We do. Now, it's an interesting thing because right now, We kind of only have the internet, right? So it was an opposite solution because a lot of people are relying on in-person meetings, uh, events canceled, things like that to someone. I've, I've had $20,000 worth of income leave in the way of, of event cancellations, those types of things. (laughs) Someone's sitting there. And so we've talked about, listen, there's a noise around you. There's all that, you know, you've been in football and you know that if you keep running the ball right no matter what's happening it might take two or three quarters to realize it but if you keep running the ball you hit the center of your opponent right in boxing you go for the body it's not flashy it's not a knockout punch but you keep going for the body you keep chipping away right sometimes if you have events canceled, you have these, this slow drip of, Hey, today the schools are closed. Tomorrow the bars are closed. Oh my gosh, I lost this. I lost this client. It's chipping away. You got to protect your center. What can you tell someone who's had some income go out? So they've taken some punches, but to protect their center and start throwing punches back.
1: Okay. So let's, let's talk about, cause it's happened to me too. Okay. Look, yeah. I'm going to tell you what we're, we're white hot. Okay, coming through, we had our best year ever last year, white hot. We, for the first time ever, we hired a digital marketing company and we we're going to triple, you know, and we, we got it going and then bam. Let me tell you what I didn't do. I didn't sit in the corner and woe is me and, oh, this contract canceled. Let me tell you, we have 18 ways to generate leads, okay? If, if the internet died tomorrow, I have other ways I'm going to generate leads. I'm going to tell you right now. My best way to generate leads is to make a hundred outbound cold calls into my target market that I don't need the internet to find. There are still ways you can look up companies now because a cold call to you. I'm going to give you a free coaching point here. (laughs) People pay a lot of money for this. You're going to get it because I like Kurt. (laughs) You don't like to make cold calls because you think you're supposed to book an appointment or sell something. Cold calls to me, qualify them to see if they even qualify for my time. So networking is good, but that's gone. But quite frankly, networking became our lowest revenue producing lead generation because 95% of the time, my target market's not in the room. Yeah. And you go, yeah, but their employees are. You think that employee can sell your product? It's just a waste of time.
0: And, yeah. and, and, the, and a lot of times uh, a lot of people use a spray and pray method saying, well, you never know who you're going to meet. What I always say is, no, if you're going to something and you're going to spend your time, you should know exactly who you want to meet and if they're going to be at that meeting. Right.
1: <laughs> when I am asked to speak at a networking group and I get asked, I, I have four things that I can speak on that are what I call standing core stories. Now, I always ask this question, who's going to be in the room? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? I need to know who's going to be in the room. I want this to be mutually beneficial. I want me to bring value to your people, but I also need to know there might be potential business. You ask them that. Look, I'm old. I don't have a lot of time left. I don't have time to play. (laughs) If you're going to be a professional, be a professional. The issue right now, and when these things happen, when challenges happen, We tend to become introspective about what we do, how we do it. I believe whether the economy is good or bad, you need to think, is this the best use of my time towards my objective? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is what I'm doing going to get me closer to my goal? I get focused so much on that. I don't have time to worry that my wife went to the grocery store this morning and there was nothing on the shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think that's ludicrous. It's crazy. And I said, do we have enough toilet paper for us for like a day? You know, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you know, I had a friend and he, I have great respect for this man and he uh, was an addict and he, and he really worked through the whole process and became very successful in business. So one night, And like we were out drinking coffee at a village in on Dale Mabry in Tampa. And I go, explain this to me, explain this whole addiction to me. He said, Joe, I can tell you this. At some point in time, we have a philosophy where you can live in the problem or live in the solution. Mm -hmm. And the light went on. I said, that's not just about addiction. Folks, we can live in this challenge well, we can say what solutions am i going to find to grow my business i don't know about you my mortgage is due this month yeah okay my mortgage company didn't come and say we're going to take a pass <laughs> right, <laughs> right. bill is due it, things happen and it's like so we have to stay focused now is business rampant out there no it's not not all industries are going to be affected however the most important person right now you need to do business with is the person in the mirror. Hmm. Are you solving your problems? Joe P.T. has to get clients no matter what, no matter what the news says. Now I may have to deliver it in another way. I may have to make four times as many calls, but that's life.
0: That's what you got to do. Yesterday, uh, once a week I go to the beach and it was especially enjoyable yesterday because, you know, social distancing, right. But go to the beach and I do sprint workout and, you know, I'm going to be 35 or I'm going to, geez, I'm going to be 45 next month. And, you know, sometimes things happen with your body that you don't expect to happen. So on sprint number three, I took a weird step and felt a pop in my calf Yep. Now I'm about two miles away from my car. <laughs> now, I could have sat there. I could have just sat down, cried and said, oh, my gosh, I'm so mad at myself. I didn't warm up enough. I didn't do all these things. I didn't do. Why did I come and even try to do this? Right. But that wouldn't have gotten me to my car. I the first thing I did was look and I'm like, it, it's a long damn way to my car. What could I do? one foot in front of the other, right? And I focused on the one foot. I, I I decided to look out and enjoy, even though I was hobbling and I looked like the walking wounded, enjoy the beach, the fact that I'm in the water, I walk through the water, but there's nothing we can do. There's a lot of people right now who are sitting down in the sand, they're crying and they're saying, I'm only gonna hunker down. And if you contract, you know, in boxing, if all you do is go in the corner and put your hands up, you're gonna get the crap kicked out of you right? You, you got to protect yourself, but throw some punches at the same time. And one thing that you mentioned in part of the process, you mentioned the word, the dreaded term cold calls, and you talked about your process and what you offer. So let's talk about what you offer because you have boot camps. I'm going to yours. I know. In, it's great. Yeah, I'm coming down first week of May. Officially, we will not cancel. It's
1: not going to happen. May four, five, and six, we have a three-day boot camp. The complete sales process. Okay, everything: communications, lead generation, messaging, which is so important. Okay, live outbound calls on day three. You get real appointments. Uh, developing your core story, a priority and time management. It's it's intense, but it always delivers results and it always pays for itself. Hmm. It's in Orlando at the Spring Hill
0: Suites, which is two minutes from the airport. Okay? And you I want to stress that on day two or day two or three, you people are making live outbound calls and you help them to do it so that when you leave there, you have that skill that you can put into play, right? But you also have real appointments. We
1: average 74% conversion to appointment. We record everything, and I'm not the one recording it. It's self-recording. we get through the gatekeeper to the decision maker or get the decision makers, private phone number. We get probably 50 to 70 return phone calls that same day. This is a a very unique thing, but the most important thing, the hardest thing about sales we deal with in the training room. Hmm. Then we go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is the business of speaking, training, coaching, and consulting. For example, Kurt does not need to come to that to learn how to talk this is the business of this is how do you make money with your intellectual property how do you make money with your talent on day two we teach people how to put on their own events which i believe is gorilla money. okay i have the most control of everything i do in my business i do corporate training coaching keynote all that but the most control i have in my business is my own events and so that, and then in the evening, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we do disc certification. So people go, you're insane. Well, we already know that. We do three <laughs> camps in one week because people don't want to fly in and fly out. And we do that twice a year. So it's, uh, it's actually my favorite training.
0: One question. So in May, I'm, I'm coming down to, the whole week, by the way, I'm coming down. On day three, we're going to do outbound calls. Right. And I don't want you to give away state secrets. I won't. But let's say we're still in this self-isolation quarantine. Right. Who are we calling? It, people aren't in the office. Okay, that, And that's a good
1: point, okay? Uh, first of all, I believe there is no way on this earth that businesses can stay closed for seven weeks. <laughs> it will be the largest implosion in the history of our country. Okay. the second thing is they're going to have to have the ability to take calls. Yeah. I know companies that have gone virtual, but all the phones have been sent to the people Mm. in their homes. You will talk to somebody. And we have such a powerful script for when you don't talk to the person you want to talk to, you will get through. So. You know, t- 2008, when the world imploded, different circumstances, but had a lot of effect, we tripled our business. Hmm. We tripled our business because of what we're going to be doing in those three days of boot camp. We're literally going to roll out what we have done to maintain business through good times and bad times. Now, have we gotten canceled on? Sure. If I, if I didn't cancel on, I'd be lying or I'd have nothing on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. But- I get up at 3.30 in the morning, I get on a stationary bike. And one of the insane things I do, again, Kurt has some crazy people on his show from time to time. (laughs) As I'm riding on my bike, here's what I'm thinking. Joe, you lost all your clients. You have Mm -hmm. nothing. Are you going to stay in this business? (laughs) Or are you staying in the business because you have clients? Do you love what you do enough that if you had nothing, you would do it again? And because of that mindset of thinking you have no business, that gets me to the phone, that gets me to lead generation, that gets me to book appointments. Now, am I doing some appointments virtually? Yeah. You know, when this thing started happening, some guy went on my LinkedIn profile from Singapore. If you go on my LinkedIn profile, you're probably going to get a phone. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to call Singapore. So <laughs> in fact, uh, Hey, let's communicate. So we got on zoom and all I said was what compelled you to look at my profile? He said, I typed in performance management. Somehow you came up. Hmm. I said, well, for you to type in performance management, what were you really looking for?
0: Yeah, right. Oh,
1: was that a harsh question no and he told me I gave him a value proposition and you know we started talking and all of a sudden he's just retained me okay and you know had to work out how you get the money and all and I'm going to start coaching him virtually yeah so am I changing what we're doing now I might change the tool but I'm not all of a sudden becoming a leadership guy you know
0: yeah yeah. And and that, and that goes, and by the way, Joe mentioned the boot camps. You have them in the spring, you have them in the fall. If you want more information, text sales edge, all one word, to 55678. Text it. There's some incredible, there's some eBooks there, some resources. Joe will get in touch with you. You text Joe. He is going to call you. I know that from personal experience. You mentioned I'm not changing what I'm doing. Another question I'm getting a lot is, well, well, wow. times are tough now. Uh, people are getting laid off. I'm in, a, I'm in a hunker down mindset. This is what people are thinking. So therefore, everyone is. So should I change up my product offerings and my services? Should I start lowering my prices? Because at the beginning, we talked about, listen, your, your clients have now new challenges and new problems and you have solutions. Does that mean change everything you're doing in terms of product? And services, or does it mean stay the course? Because if you have faith and you believe in what you offer, then the solutions haven't changed, but now the people with new problems—you connect the dots there.
1: It's a great question because Don and I have had this conversation. But here's what I know: if you are expert at something, and you really believe in what you do and your product and service, and that product and service really delivers and you know it like the back of your hand and you're absolutely expert at it what do you gonna do become an amateur at something else hmm. okay and, and so if what you're doing doesn't solve a problem maybe you need to look at that hmm. maybe if your product and or service does not solve problems for potential clients then that will be very much driven by a good economy and a bad economy, okay? We are gonna have the worst economy that we've had in our lifetime. Yeah. Okay? But it would be foolish for me to all of a sudden remanufacture Joe to be something he's not. You know, I know what I do best. I know what our uniqueness is. I'm gonna continue to stay the course. Now, how I deliver it, may be adjusted. Okay? Well, maybe it might be a little, some virtual. Look at look at what Kurt's doing, the value he's sowing right now. Okay? Uh, you know, he wasn't doing this many LinkedIn lives. All of a sudden, he decided to sew into clients, people, potential clients, high value. He didn't shave his beard. <laughs> no. he, he didn't change who he is. He's still Kurt. And he still promotes his freedom. He promotes, you know, how he can help people really enhance their brand to really speak into their target market. He didn't all of a sudden become a leadership coach. Right. Okay. So the question is, is does your product and service help people get to their next level? If it does stay the course.
0: And it either does it or it doesn't, regardless of pandemics, yeah. meltdowns, terrorist attacks, whatever it is, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the so, way, the, yeah, the text thing. My wife just uploaded uh, Sunday a brand new ebook. So if you've already texted that in and gotten the ebooks, there's a new one on there on sales, and so you can go back in there and get a brand new uh, download.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And again, that's text sales edge, all one word to five, five, six, seven, eight. Joe, we got a question here from Krista master, uh, who I think, you know, at least she, 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 she yeah, There's she says over the years, oh, last year. Awesome. Awesome. She says she has got a sales question. If a company calls you back, you miss it. And they leave a voicemail to say they don't need what you offer. Do you call them back right away or just accept it and call months later? Well,
1: it depends. Um first of all, I'll answer it two ways. It depends how do they know they don't know what, what you offer if you what message did you leave? Hmm, right That's number one. Number two, until I talk to somebody and they tell me no, they go into my process I don't hammer them, but I'll also tell you this. <laughs> I had somebody say no to our boot camp this morning because he landed a big contract in May. Yeah. If you think I'm throwing him away, <laughs> I don't throw anyway away. And I'm going to tell you why. Life changes. things change. Do you know that there's companies that absolutely, 90 days ago said no to me, but somewhere around May, June, or July, they become a totally new prospect because their situation has changed? The thing about the word no is if you take it personally, Hmm. if it becomes emotional, if you take it on, that's why I never say I, everything is value proposition messaging based. So if they say no, it goes right by me. But life changes, things change. I, I had a client and they went dark on me for two years and I provided unbelievable results for that client. And then they had a management change. And for two years, they didn't return a phone call. I didn't stop calling. I didn't stop sending out a note. And a week and a half ago, I called again. And then I got a return phone call. And it was something like this. Hey, I'm so sorry. I haven't returned your phone call in two years. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Yeah. How can I help you?
0: And those words, how can I help you? (laughs) Is there are right now especially i think it's always you know there's that old mr rogers quote about you know in times of of trouble he tells kids look for the helpers right now there's a clear delineation between first of all people with an abundance mindset and people with a scarcity mindset but also people who are helpers and people who are panickers and there's people who are claiming they're helpers but really what they are is panickers. You know, I, I tell people, listen, I'm not going to get into the whole thing is the flu worse or better than this. But I joke around and say, next year I'm going to share every news story about every death and every new case of the flu. And you tell me if if I'm helping you, cuz yeah. it ain't helping. I, listen, I have empathy and I have sympathy and I have love. I have I have relatives that I'm texting back and forth with in Italy. It's not a great situation, but sitting here and letting the cortisol course through my veins, worried about every death and every single thing. If I worried about all that noise coming to my head, you know, there's there's a uh, uh, it was the uh, the Superman movie Man of Steel back in 2013. Didn't get great reviews, whatever. I watched it right after my father passed. And um, in fact, it was father's day weekend. And the whole story is about his father's passing and all this. It was, and so I, 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 there's an emotional attachment to it, but there's a scene where general Zod, his, his, uh, his opponent, is it used to, you know, uh, as a kid, Clark Kent all of a sudden realizes he can see through everyone Mm-hmm. And he hears all noise and all the voices in his town and his state and his city. Right. And so all of a sudden the noise comes crashing into his mind. And as a child, he learns to tune in, to tune it out and focus on the signal. But his opponent, when he comes down from Krypton, can't do it. And he gets all this noise and all this noise. And I think right now, especially it's easy. And you mentioned not watching the news. I always talk about, it's what Tim Ferriss talks about a low information diet Yeah, yeah. that, Walter Bond, who, by the way, I'm going to have live here on Friday. Great. He, Great. he, got, he got a lot of, of people pushed back. He Two weeks ago, he said, turn off the news, wash your hands and keep moving. And people said, how can you say that at a time like this? Listen, if we sit here and we contract and we curl up in the fetal position and we we put our hands in front of our face and and we stress about every death, about every new coronavirus case. You know what? You're going to get. You're going to reap what you sow. You're going to manifest attacks. You're going to manifest an ass kicking if you don't protect yourself but keep moving forward.
1: I think, too, again, this is going to, some people are not going to like this. Okay. I think our self esteem and who we are as people is tried during the bad times. Everybody is great when things are great. But how are you when things are not great? Hmm. You know, uh, I told my wife a long time ago, I'm average when life is good. I am great when the guns are going off. Right now, this sounds really crazy to you. I'm fired up about this challenge. Hmm. That sounds insane, but it's an attitude. There's always going to be good times and bad times. Do you have a toolbox for turbulent times? See, I have a process. As soon as the bad times come, okay, shift gears. Remember, you'll stick shift first, second gear. Okay, I go to first gear. This is how we handle tragedy, this is how we handle struggle. You see, there's always the dream, the struggle. And if you persist, the victory, that's all stage talk. We go listen to motivational speakers. We go, yeah, that's me. And then bad times come and we go, well, hmm. you know, I, I deserve to have a pity party. You know, pity parties are expensive and nobody comes. Right now, nobody cares if my mortgage gets paid except my mortgage holder. Right now, although we say we care, by and large, people are supposed, you know, help each other. Now we're being pulled apart. Don't get together, don't talk, you know. And so now we're kind of on an island here. So now it comes down to who we are. Deep down, do we fight for our family? Look, I got a family, you know. Here's what they don't need. They don't need dad curled up watching CNN, worrying. And like I told you about that, that, Alcoholic who said you can live in the problem or you can live in the solution. So mentally you have to decide what are the steps I can take. Listen, to move the ball down the field, but not focus on results, focus on process because the results may not happen right away. Calls you make today may not, you may not get a return. You may not talk to anybody for 60 days, but if you signed a $25,000 contract, 90 days from now, from a call you made today. Many years ago, I worked with a young man. He does a voiceover IP, and he was in partnership with his family, and then he bought him out. He had one client, and I said, you got to prepare for that client to go away. Hmm. And he was very much phone adverse. So we did training to boot camp, and one of the calls he made that didn't seem to go anywhere, okay, he was... Shivering. It was an ice cold call to uh, Polk County Public Schools. (laughs) Seven years later, he gets that contract. That is a healthy five figure passive income monthly revenue that puts him in the upper three percent. What if he hadn't made that call? But seven years, if you knew seven years from today, you had $20,000 a month coming in passively, would you make that call?
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly. And, and, and it's not instant gratification. It takes that time. It takes that process. If you want to learn from Joe, if you want to attend his boot camps, do real live outbound calls and get that process. Results there in the room but that process that you can take, not just for the good times, not just for when you're in your comfort zone, but for when the bad times happen, text Joe, text SalesEdge, one word, 55678. Joe, I want to thank you so much Thank you. joining us today. I want to thank everyone. Listen, if we didn't get to your questions, please, if you're watching this on the archive version later, we're going to pro- post clips from this interview on YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Throw your questions in here. I'll get them to Joe. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: If anybody wants a complimentary cup of Joe, call me at 407-947-2590. Just call me. I love talking to people.
0: Awesome. Joe, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Have a great day.